This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. So welcome friends to another Freedom Fighter podcast, I hope you're all good. Um, We are continuing our Easter series on a fresh start. This week um, I'm interviewing Martin King again um, around the focus on how our thoughts hinder our ability to move forward. Really um, offering some some great light um, on how these thoughts can hinder us directing and defining our lives, thoughts for your past, th- thoughts that are hindering our ability to move forward. Um, Martin said beautifully last, uh, in the first part, about trying a fresh start, he tried to, all sorts of things, moving houses and new jobs, new relationships, even children he mentioned, but the th- problem was he took him with him. And really what he was saying, he took his thoughts, his way of interpreting life, his beliefs, uh, that kept reproducing, so just reproducing the same kind of misery anywhere he went. So we, we're going to delve into this this week um, and really ask, uh, and unpack, sorry, unpack his um, significant statement that he can now believe for a fresh start. So guys, as you, as you listen in, I pray this really deeply encourages you. So welcome guys, how are you all doing? Hope you're good. Uh, welcome to part two of the you know, the, the, the series we started at Easter last week on a fresh start. Um, we just felt there's so much that was came out of that first session that we, we thought there's mileage here to actually do some more, do, do have some more discussion. Because there's things that need to be said, there's things that maybe need to be explained and, and that would help so many people. And, and, you know, like, oh, I want a fresh start. But I'm, I just feel unable to get it because. So we're going to, the next two or three weeks, we're going to just identify some of those things that block a fresh start. And one of them uh, we're going to talk about today is the the fact that our thoughts, um, you know, the, 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 the impact that our thoughts have on defining and directing our lives in the wrong ways. So I've got my good friend Wes uh, again this week, Martin King. Martin, how you doing, sir? Alright, thanks, Derek. Great to see you, mate. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Um, so, Martin, I, I know last week you'd have been really blessed with Martin's um, honest reflections on how his life has been, you know, uh, defined and and you know held held captive in ways because of what he carried. So Martin is the is the most qualified <laughs> to be able to share his story and the significant changes that came about. Um, uh, and as you said last week, the main you know for me the thing the thing that was so significant was you know you said you tried everything, Martin. You you uh, you know moved house, moved jobs, relationships, kids. Thinking all these things will give you that fresh start, that opportunity to begin again, and you know bring new success. But what you said was, everywhere I went, everything I done, I took me with me. 
<laughs> which was great, which I know that so many is relate with. Because really what you're saying, you take your thoughts, you take your attitudes, you take your lies, the beliefs you've got about yourself, the way you interpret life. So you just reproduce wherever you go, whatever situation you're in. So really the day we want to kind of zone in on the, the, how this pattern hinders us, how that pattern keeps us from moving into this new beginning that we're talking about, this new, can grasp this fresh start. So we want to get back to our, our, it was actually a conversation with yourself in February, around about February 1st, because both of us had read a re-devotional and it talked about, I'm, I'm giving you a fresh start. And you come back to me saying after you had read that, can I really have a fresh start? Which struck me as so significant because you were actually saying, I believe, I, I've never believed I can have a fresh start. I believe I've never been able to get away from all this stuff that I've that I've hoofed about and carried about with me all these years. So it was so significant to me that you were now believing for that. Um, so the, the day I'd like you to, you know, just explore that, um, you know, and, and, and maybe help help the listeners by your story understand what this process has been, 57, and you're just saying... I've finally came to the place where I can see and believe for this fresh start. Um, so we'll just open up with prayer and we'll just ask God to give us all eyes to see because everyone is need to have a teachable heart. We need to be open to new ideas and thoughts. So God, we just pray today that God, that we're not getting all dressed up for nothing. We want... To, to experience something. We want fresh understanding, new understanding, fresh information, fresh light that leads to life for our lives. You blessed, you promised us, told us that we shall know the truth and the truth will make us free. So I pray for truth for each person. I pray that they, they'll see with new eyes, they'll hear with new ears and their heart, Lord, will receive things that's never, that's never received before. So increase our capacity, every person listening, to receive something today that will bring, uh, will bring hope, and not just hope, that's all just believing for something in the future, but faith that believes I can take this now. So we bless you for this, in Jesus' mighty name. So, Martin, um, a wee bit more about, you know, the story of, like, you know, uh, you know, tracing the steps back a bit, because... When you said to me, I'm believe, I can believe for this, what 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 had hindered you believing for that? Uh, my thought process, uh, mm-hmm. my belief system uh, about myself, you know, and my belief system about what people told me about myself mm-hmm. uh, from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I, I never had a greater start uh, life, mm-hmm. uh, which I know a lot of people have me, mm-hmm. and I just thought it that category. Uh, I was kind of gave away with my mother when I was a baby to my grandparents. I never knew my real father, uh, and I I lived in my grandparents'. So I knew something was in the rank because my mother still had my brothers, and I always wondered how was I know with my mother. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, so I just, I was away and I just got on with weighing things as you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
But round about the age of about 10, 11, uh, my, my grand, uh, my grand, my nana died of uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. And in the process, uh, probably about a week before she died, I went into her bedroom mm-hmm. and she told me that basically she didn't love me and she'd be better off without me. Uh, but we reflect on that I don't think it was done with, 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 with badness. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I look back and think it was done with protection. I think she was trying me to get me to dislike her. Mm-hmm. And she was dying so that I wouldn't get her. Mm-hmm. But that process, which she spoke about, really did hurt me. Because mm-hmm. I didn't understand as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once my nana passed, my, my, my grandfather, who was my step-grandfather, and the only reason I, I mentioned that is because the next week, the next bit significant to say why he was my step-grandfather. Mm-hmm. When, when my grandfather had, was drunk or drinking, he would say to me in a kind of way, son, I'm not even your, own, your real grandfather. I'm not your blood. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm not your... You're not my son, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, again, I, I don't think it was bad or malice. I think the man was frustrated himself. He was now left with this kid, mm-hmm. this step-grandson. Uh, that he really had to bring up. So mm-hmm. he was had his hurts, you know. Mm-hmm. So I try to I try to justify the words but I could never understand them. So I was a very confused little boy mm-hmm. who when he grew up basically thought he wasn't loved. Mm-hmm. He wasn't wanted. Mm-hmm. I had nowhere to go. I didn't fit in. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately I've carried that practically my full life. Mm-hmm. I don't fit in. You don't belong. Mm-hmm. You know, you're no wanted. Mm-hmm. And as I said last week, I, I took into so many different areas in my life, mm-hmm. you know, to release from that pain, because that hurt was deep. I, I mean, I turned to alcohol, mm-hmm. I turned to drugs, mm-hmm. you know. And at the time, they were a blessing, because they took the pain away. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they actually made me feel whole. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt more complete when I was fully up. Mm-hmm. And I did when I was sober. Mm-hmm. And that was to turn, obviously, because the, the alcohol and the drink robbed you everything. So mm-hmm. that's what I eventually did. Mm-hmm. But as I said last week, I tried so many different things to change these thoughts. You know, it wasn't the drinks, it wasn't the drugs, it was relationships. Mm-hmm. I went to this relationship. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, within that relationship, if you've got abandonment and rejection issues, and these thoughts keep playing out, you just think the other person's going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And you know, and the strangest thing is, what I, what I, what I had done to me, mm-hmm. I then done to others. Mm-hmm. Because I'd, I abandoned them, mm-hmm. or I got abandoned. Mm-hmm. So the, the, this just kept playing out in my life and kept pruning in my 20s, my 30s, my 40s. It just kept playing out. Mm-hmm. Because the, the bottom line is, when you receive a wound like that, mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to then think, well, what strategy have I got to cope with this? Mm-hmm. So my strategy was alcohol and drugs mm-hmm. didn't work. Mm-hmm. My strategy then would be you need to work hard. See if you want to be loved by people. Mm-hmm. See if you want to be like my people. See if you want people to keep you. Mm-hmm. You need to work hard for them. Mm-hmm. So that was my next uh, tool in my box. Mm-hmm. I just decided that I'll be a, a chronic I didn't decide to be a chronic people pleaser because mm-hmm. I didn't know what a people pleaser was, mm-hmm. but that's what I became, mm-hmm. you know. And I have that definition of people pleasing not so long ago, just two weeks ago, and I thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's actually you're, you're, manipula- you're manipulating the person 
to like you. You're trying to manipulate their feelings mm -hmm. by you working hard for them or by you doing for them. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did my full life. I, I had to because if I didn't do it, I felt that, that you didn't want me. Mm -hmm. And that has been exhausting. Mm -hmm. I mean, you take that into relationships, you mm -hmm. take that into marriages, you take that into any friendship, you become so needy mm -hmm. that you become a pain. Mm -hmm. You know, you actually, the thing that you crave for, mm -hmm. the love, Mm -hmm. the, the attention, affection, you actually push people away from it because mm -hmm. you're just so in their face, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So when I said last week I've tried so many different things for the fresh start, mm -hmm. I have, mm -hmm. and God's my witness for that, <laughs> but I never, ever go to the bottom of what was the problem was. Mm -hmm. See, the problem I always thought was me. Mm -hmm. Because but I would maybe share a wee teeny bit, not at the level I'm sharing it, just a wee teeny bit, people mm. say, but you need to move on for that, you need to move on for your mm. manners, mm. you need to move on for this, you need to grow up, be mm. man, man up, you know. <laughs> and I always thought, you know, I'm such a weak person. Mm -hmm. How can I know, how can I know, move on for this, how mm. can I know, man up and move on, mm. you know. Uh, and yourself said that last week, you know, the questions have never been asked. Mm -hmm at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. I've I've been through programs, I've been through a twelve step program mm -hmm. and it's scratch, scratched the surface. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to think these things were resentments, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. These were mere resentments. These were deep, deep hurts that mm -hmm. changed the path of my life. But mm -hmm. to actually altered my thinking to thinking I wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. But also there was lies spoken to that mm -hmm. been spoken and spoken and spoken to the point that after all the drink, after all the drugs, after all the failed relationships, mm -hmm. you know, I got myself in a place where I thought I was okay. You know, I'm, I'm 20 years sober mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. yeah, I've been in my marriage mm -hmm. for 20, I've been in a relationship for 25 years, so I've held things together really well. I've been mm -hmm. always in employment, but I've, I've also suffered from low moods and depression. Mm -hmm. And these would attack me as soon as I open my eyes in the morning. Mm -hmm. What are you going to eat your bed for? Mm -hmm. You're not really, what are you getting up for? What have you got to get up for? Mm -hmm. What about this? What about that? Mm -hmm. And I had to fight for six o'clock mm -hmm. to probably eight o'clock mm -hmm. every morning mm -hmm. trying to get out of my bed. Mm -hmm. But it was the same old lies that I had carried mm -hmm. for a boy. Mm -hmm. But I felt as a man, how can I not do this? How mm -hmm. can I not just shake this off? And when we spoke about it, because we've been through this process for a year now, mm -hmm. I mean, I've explored, I've explored things more in this year mm -hmm. than I have in my entire life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I've not been ashamed mm -hmm. to speak about them because I've been encouraged to speak about them. Mm -hmm. I've, been, I've been encouraged to tell, I've always kind of told the truth but at a surface level, mm -hmm. but I've been encouraged to tell the truth at the deep, deep root level, mm -hmm. which has actually been very, very liberating. Mm -hmm. Oh, been painful, mm -hmm. been sore, mm -hmm. you know, but been been rewarding. Mm -hmm. And I'm going through this process. I, I mean, I'm no at the other end, mm -hmm. but th th there's a scripture that keeps coming in my mind, and I think it was one of the first ones Jesus spoke when he, when, when he first started ministry. Mm -hmm. He says, I've came to bind up mm -hmm. the brokenhearted, mm -hmm. the captives free, mm -hmm. Now, I've heard that scripture, mm -hmm. but I've never really heard it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But I'm really, really not hearing it. You can see, bind up the broken hearted. Mm. Well, I was broken hearted. Mm. And I try to bind that brokenness mm. with so many mm. different bandages, mm. right? Mm. So many. Mm. But what they were doing, they were just hardening me. They were just hardening my heart. Mm. They were, they were, I was getting covered and covered mm. and covered. I was getting released mm-hmm. because I wasn't, because I was held captive. Mm-hmm. So I was held captive with the wounds, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. They were keeping me a prisoner. They were keeping me a prisoner with inside my own body. Mm-hmm. You know, how can you get ready for your own heat? <laughs> yeah. You, you, you can't. And it mm-hmm. wasn't until through this process, I've let Jesus in. Mm-hmm. And, and he, I can't heal the wounds. Mm-hmm. What can I heal? Mm-hmm. I can't heal nothing. Mm-hmm. See if I could have any bonus podcast. Then. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. can't heal anything. <laughs> but we can through a process mm. with guys that understand me, yourself and mm. the other boys that mm. boys were on last week. Mm-hmm. You know, and they boys have been vulnerable, yourself been vulnerable. Mm-hmm. We've all went, you know, we've had enough mm-hmm. uh, 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 listening to these lies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and these lies playing out in so many different directions mm. and it, it manifests itself in so many different ways mm, mm, that you, you couldn't untangle it. Mm, yeah, it's impossible mm-hmm, to untangle. Mm. No. Uh, but with this process, the truth is setting us free. Mm, yes. The actual thing that's caused is the pain mm-hmm. is now liberating us mm. and being able to say to maybe another guy, oh, another yeah. lassie, yep. you don't have to go through this. Because mm, mm-hmm. what you're holding on to, you need to let go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to let go, yep. and the only way you're letting go is with the truth and what we've been going through. Yeah. Uh, so that's a bit of the history. Tremendous, Matt. Come on, sir. <laughs> wow, that was so insightful. I need to listen to that again myself to hear what you were saying there. <laughs> it's like what? <clears throat> um, but just piecing back one one thing that is so important because this is the reason we're doing this. Because there's so many out there that maybe haven't had the background we, me, you, the others we're talking with, have had. So there's this kind of dismissing these things. Just go on with it. Move on. Grow up. Man up. But you have tried to face a future with past past pain that still impacted everything. We, how, how we think, how we interpret. But praise God that you just said there how... And that this is the greatest oh hope you can believe, you know the the what the, the greatest promise that we talked about last week that what a, a fresh start the opportunity to begin again you know the promise that um, God can use our past pain to redeem and help others <laughs> I mean to think that we are sitting angry depressed frustrated. Uh, resentful because of what's happened to us and actually it becomes it becomes the very thing that, that gives our life purpose yeah. that you know but if we never deal with it we stay defined by it and we stay bitter resentful and not hard cynical but to find that God turns th- all things around for good he uses every situation and he brings it helps us to find a purpose in our pain. Amazing, isn't it? You know, just want to go back a bit because when you're saying about this, how significant, 
your experiences with your grandfather and grandmother were the, the words that were laid down in, a, 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 in such an early, immature, uh, you know, condition. When we were children, these things were said to us. We never had the, the ability, the maturity, to interpret what was being said. So we just accept these things without question. Um, just briefly, you know, that uh, while we were doing a, a session not that long ago, what came up was you had a vision. And at the beginning of this session, the session was on the evil behind all evil. And it's basically... It's basically, um, you know, um, asking the question, when when did evil get in to your life? When did these things get in that have caused so much pain and hurt? And uh, so you had this vision of your house getting broken into and we were all there. All the guys as part of the meeting were all seeing how it happened. And you were saying how you had fear now, as that meeting that night went on, it became absolutely clear what was being said to you. Because that was the night that you disclosed to us what you've just shared with our listeners here. That what your grandmother had said, what your papa had said. And we were all now totally aware of how your heart had been assaulted, how it had been how it had been uh, you know uh, the, 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 the heart had been uh, things had been stolen. Your confidence, your security, a young boy's uh, identity should never have been formed by things like that. But unfortunately, that's the story of all of our lives. Some folk maybe get through life and have tremendous parents affirming them constantly and they have got such secure identities. But majority is, there's been a brutal and long assault that's robbed us, stole for us, and we then get through life like what you said with these messages that were that were that were is that was established and laid in our lives to the people who should have known better really um you know again i'm bringing over and counting my counseling course training to be a counselor and one one of the theories is called psychodynamic and it's all about what what's going on under the hood to make you like this and one one thing happened, Martin, that, that I was dealing with one of my class call, uh, my classmates, older lady. Some things were playing out in her life at fifty odd year old, and it's no standing up for herself. And then when we have this discussion, turns out something happened to her as a child. That she get bullied and battered for Sunday when she was five. And then she goes home and goes to bed, and her dad wakes her up in the middle of the night and, and batters her. Because he heard what had happened. Now instead of affirming her and telling her, by the way, I'm absolutely I'm raging that that happened to you. And then maybe even took her to the parents of the girls uh, that done this to his house and and he told you know stood up for her and protected her. He he used his strength in the wrong way and laid. I found I, I formed formed in her, uh, 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 you know that it was her fault. Now she's at this age, nearly sixty year old, still can't stand up for herself because, all the way back, to that's that's why there's so much pain and dysfunction, in what was laid, all that time ago.
So I know, and we know, you know, I know in my own experience, that what was it's been so important to find out what's been behind these th- this thinking. So we started at the beginning of the year. We started a series on critical thinking. And the, and the real the, the series was born out of a conversation I had with you and another uh, that that really alerted me to the fact that how important this is that learning to critique our thoughts because these messages that have been laid down in the early years of our lives some good a lot bad how important has it been for you in learning to critique and stand up to and challenge these messages and lies and, and thoughts that are coming into your mind. Yeah, no, this is this is, this has been massive for me, you know. And this has just been this is a new revelation. I mean, this is maybe December mm-hmm. we spoke about this, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I've been practicing since December mm-hmm. uh, about my thinking and, and thinking about my thinking, mm-hmm. you know. So, like I said earlier on. Uh, I would wake up in the morning and have all these thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't challenge them. I would just accept them, and they were just part of me. Mm-hmm. They, they were, they were, they were like my DNA. They were there every morning. Mm-hmm. They were, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were just they came part. You know, and I never even I thought about writing about them, and I thought about reflecting on them later on that day when, when my head would be bursting. Yeah. But I never actually thought about what they were. Aye. You know, where are they coming from? Mm-hmm. Is there the truth? Mm-hmm. Is, is that who I'm? What, you know, and, and it's funny because I've been quite successful in, 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 in a good lot of areas in my life. Mm-hmm. But my thought process doesn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. My thought process tells me, you, you, you're not good enough, you can't do that. What are you trying that for? Mm-hmm. That's silly, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Just put it there, you know. But if I look at my experience, mm-hmm. my experience is a bit different. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a lot of positive in there. Mm-hmm. But the negative always, the negative thought out, outweighed the positive action mm. the positive action was forgot about mm-hmm. I was like kind of buried mm-hmm. and all the negative would come up and all the lies would mm-hmm. come up mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so since December and I said to you earlier on we've been to be the same lassie for 25 years mm-hmm. so and her name's Tracy mm-hmm. so since December I've been challenging the thought I've been waking up mm-hmm. before them mm-hmm. you know as soon as my eyes were opened I was like right where are you what are you telling me the day <laughs> And you know the funny thing is, see when see when I done that, mm-hmm. they weren't there. Mm-hmm. You see, they're sneaky. Mm-hmm. You know, they they, they know that I was onto them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they did creep back in mm-hmm. because it's like anything else. You got a wee bit complacent. Mm-hmm. You got a wee bit. Oh, I've got them going at my day, mm-hmm. and you don't start to challenge them. So they did come back in. Mm-hmm. But then when they come back in, I say, hold on, wait a minute here. Mm-hmm. Is that the truth? Mm-hmm. Is that who I'm? Can can I know do that? Mm-hmm. Can I know go out my bed and go out my work and have a good day's work? Mm-hmm. Can I know do this? Can I? And I says, I can do that mm-hmm. because that 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 that's just a lie. Mm-hmm. So actually starting to name them as lies. Mm-hmm. And 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 Charlie, and it sounds funny, but it sounds a wee bit. But you actually have to have a square going your own head with your own thoughts. Yeah, put it down. Because you you're taking a doing, mm-hmm. you know, you're taking you're, you're taking a mental doing. Mm-hmm. So you have to fight back, and mm-hmm. yourself at top. You need to fight back. You need to say, "Hold on, wait a minute here." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so we're challenging the thoughts, mm-hmm. no believing the thoughts. Mm-hmm. They diminished. Are they away? No, they're no away. Mm-hmm. But they're no. Anywhere near as strong, mm-hmm. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I give them a wee bit of airspace, but no, I want to go, hold on a minute, mm-hmm. what are you doing here, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So this process has only really happened for December mm-hmm. to the new end. We're now just, we're in April. Mm-hmm. And my wife said to me, uh, and it was last month, about five, six weeks ago, mm-hmm. my memory's not that big. She says, Martin, there's been a change in you. Mm-hmm. There's a change in you. I says, how, how, what do you mean, Tracy? You know, mm-hmm. she says, you're just different. Mm-hmm. She says, your nose, your nose manic, your nose, uh, you need to keep doing stuff. Mm-hmm. You're a lot more relaxed. Mm-hmm. You're a lot more peaceful. Basically, I was a bit nicer person to be doing. <laughs> That's good kind of the wife, isn't it? <laughs> and Tracy's probably a lot. She's been through a lot of the madness with me. Mm-hmm. You know, she's seen me. I'm on my worst. Mm-hmm. So when Tracy says that it was affirmation, mm-hmm. you know, because she was the best. I'm the I'm the best person qualified to know what's going on inside of me. Mm-hmm. But she's the best person qualified to tell me who I'm really are. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, nice. do you know what I mean? She's you know, nice. somebody always says, "If you want to know who you are, ask your wife." Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so Tracy, so through this process, as little as it started, even though the process has been a year, that's so critical to thinking right. since December. Mm-hmm. There's been a, there's been a change within me, yep. and there's been a change within and within people can see the change within. It's great, man. Really, it's really encouraging, you know, to hear that, um, you know, and and us putting this out here, that the, you know we want to share this hope, we want to share the fact that this isn't just another preaching message for a preacher you know we're actually saying here you don't need to live like us you don't you don't have to be stuck in your past pain and be ridiculed for others trying to just tell you just get out of it man up just grow up you know there's a reason behind the thoughts that play out in our minds and learning you know and, and for me this is ongoing you know, I could tell, say my, tell my own personal journey of the light that I received in my drug and juice psychosis and then the thoughts, the scary, tormenting thoughts that live, I lived in my mind every day. And, uh, you know, the, th- the thing is for us as well, like we've got, uh, you know, we connect, we've been connected by Eldridge and his ministry really gives a depth, a foundation of the assault that goes on for our hearts and minds. But our wee devotional God Calling, that, that talks about how the forces of evil are surrounding the city of our souls, our minds. Sound it surrounds, it's like a city surrounding, watching and waiting for an unguarded weak spot. They know what our weaknesses are. They know the messages of our past. That's why we keep we keep getting attacked with rejection and unworthiness and uh, you know uh, you know uselessness and ugliness and whatever the issue has been for, for, for each one is that's where you get attacked the weak spots just watching and waiting for, for an entrance an open door an open window that, that a, a thought can, can penetrate and get in and then we just slumberously lie as George MacDonald said and listen to the snake listen accept without challenge agree with Eldridge Brung Wrong that understanding. The first time I heard this, because a lot of the times for us over the years, it's been how the practicalities are putting this into daily, daily your daily life. When I heard him say, "Break agreements with the thoughts in your head, 
with the suggestions, with the with the insinuations, with the with the with the wait not when you're hearing you're hearing this condemnation and shame and accusations. I'm not agreeing with that. I go back to uh, just to finish my own share a wee bit of my own story. I I was under an overwhelmed, subdued with wrong thoughts. And I remember for years having instructions on like me sitting back and just allowing my enemy to overpower me without actually passively accepting this without resisting it. Accepting it without actually rising up and saying, no, wait a minute. And I, I had this tremendous personal revelation which basically in, in, in a few, a few uh, you know, statements was telling me watch be watchful remember Gethsemane Jesus before he is about to get through with the, the most horrific painful heartbreaking uh, you know torture and, and, and crucifixion he's, he's saying to his disciples could you not even watch and pray with me one hour could you not watch vigilantly watching over something in order to keep out the right hands um, to keep out the thief so that you'll not have access to my mind to dominate it. Um, you know, and, you know the, the, another thing that he, he gave me in the, in the context of this for myself was about the Hebrews chapter 10. When the robber does get in, because he does get in, well, no, we've got weak points, we've got times where the, our guard's done, and he gets in with accusation, with pity, with doubt, with fear, with anxiety. Don't just give up and quit because we've failed. We've to steadfast. It means resolutely, dutifully firm and unwavering. Stand firm. Determined to stand in place, stable and unyielding. No yielding to self-pity and guilt and, uh, you know, try to clean up the mess of how we feel inside. Stand back. And what I, I, I'm not telling you the exact details of he, how he gave me this, but the robber had broken into my house. This is how I get communicated. I say, broken into my house. It was my house. He'd made the mess. And yet, I'm, I'm getting all agitated cleaning up. What I was communicated was, I told him to get the beep out of my house. And that's how we have to deal with the thoughts that come in our mind. You know, Best thing we can do, letting our gardeners plant the right hands. To get rid of the right hands, plant the right uh, right hands. Plant the right hands. But we need to speak instead of connecting and getting totally uh, consumed with, dominated with their own thoughts. We've to actually attack them. Get fear. I hear. I see you. I'm watching you. I'm no getting taken up with you and listening to you. I watch, I see you, get uh, anxiety, rejection, that low self-worth, get. Speaking to them, know about them. Speaking to their the, the thoughts. Taking authority out of them and telling them, this is my property. This is my mind. You have no right to bin it. So, I hope that's helped you guys. Uh, Martin, thank you so much, brother. For the for your honesty, and you were the, that was the best best I've heard you sharing that. Um, 
And, you know, I just, we just pray that, you know, for those who can totally relate, for those who can, fine, you know, do what you're doing. <laughs> but for those who can relate and think, I've never been able to think, I can have a fresh start for all these thoughts. We are telling you, yes, you can. Uh, you know, and, and we pray that that sense of that new beginning will be uh, will be will be planted deeply in your heart, and by faith you can then uh, walk forward. Think this can happen for me. So, Martin, do I just close in prayer, please, man? Aye, thanks, Derek. Aye, thank, thanks, Lord. Thanks for the morning, and and, and thanks for the, the ability to be able to to speak the truth and. And actually get the listeners to hear what's actually been happening. You know, that's what's actually happened in their life, Lord. You know, and for anybody that's listening, Lord, could you just soften their hearts, Lord? Just give them the courage to say, you know, I, I'm going to speak out. I'm going to share about these things because these things have kept me prisoner long enough. These things have kept me captive long enough. These things have directed my life long enough, Lord. So whoever, whoever's listening, Lord, give them the courage. Give them the people running about them, Lord, that they can share, mm -hmm. that they can, they can feel safe and they can feel uh, as though they can trust the people mm -hmm. to share. So put them in a place, Lord, where they, where they, where they can be vulnerable mm -hmm. and, and get their hearts out, Lord, so that you can then, then go in and heal them. And I'm just asking this in Jesus' name. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighter.life. Until next time, God bless you.